welcome to another episode of Dating to Marry and Everything in Between. I'm your host, Chloe, and today's episode is all about stepping into your authentic self. So your authentic self is who you really are deep down and who you want to be. It's it's from the heart and it comes without influence. So think about the dreams, your desires. We talked about values last week and where you've come from. And now with your background and where you are now, it's who am I and who do I want to be? So basically to be able to tell if you are being your authentic self is where I guess you could say what you say and what you do align. So if you say like, oh, I am this, your actions actually follow along with that. So this goes beyond what possessions you have, what your job title is. It goes beyond the status in your family. If you're an auntie or a sibling or if you're an only child, this is something really deep down and something that will change over time. And it's something that is developed and um, hard to achieve, I would probably say in this society, it's hard to achieve authenticity. Now, why I think it's um, there are barriers to being authentic, I think comes with a lot of confidence. The confidence is a big, uh, a big pusher of us not being our true selves, I guess you could say. So think about social media, how easy is it to put a little filter over the photo or maybe a, a little bit of a tweak here, a bit of Photoshop. We're clothing to shape our bodies. We have so many things that kind of, I'm not saying that doing any of those things makes you not authentic to your true self, but there are also the downsides of that where people can definitely hide hide behind those things and this is where it starts to become detrimental I would say and as a barrier to dating is you need to be authentic because if you're out here to try and find your true love and get married they need to love you for your true self this is this is the term true love it has to be true so you have to be true to yourself and the other person has to be true to themselves or their self so to develop that true sense that authentic sense I'm just here to tell you a few tips that I've learned along the way of being true. So I guess probably the first thing that I would do to discuss being true would be to go over our values. So in last week's episodes, we talked about our values, where we've come from, where we want to be. That is so, so important in being authentic because if you actually know what you want, where you've come from, why you are the way you are, that makes such a difference because then you actually know why you act a certain way and why you believe a certain thing. And and you know what? You can embrace that and you can own it. And that's totally fine. It's only when you come up against a challenge and someone says, oh, why do you do things this way? And you say, oh, I don't know. And versus if you can say, oh, you know, this is how my family's done something for generations and we love it. It brings so much fun. And the other person goes, oh, cool. Like, that's cool. You embrace your culture or you embrace your, your values. And it's really nice. And it turns into such a positive and goes based onto your authenticity and the truth behind who you are. The next thing I would recommend doing to develop authenticity would be to dig really deeply. I think I've said dig deeply in (laughs) all of our episodes so far, but dig deeply to uncover your strengths. What are they? What things do you have as strengths? I mean, physically, you could be strong. You could be mentally resilient. But what other strengths do you have? And strengths don't have to be typically about 
being strong and they can be anything. You can be a great team player. You could have amazing creativity skills. You could be a very gifted artist or singer or you could be really great with your hands and be an incredible in crafting or fixing things. Your food may be exquisite. You may be super forgiving. You may have the biggest heart. Uh, You may be a great listener. So all of these things, think deeply. You probably have 852 million strengths is what I would imagine if I was putting a number to it. But you have to know what they are and you have to own them. And it's just about, it's about digging deep and thinking. I mean, from my personal experience, I found that when you do have a strength, it's kind of, you can get tall poppy type syndrome where you're confident in something and then you it's easy to target it, to, to push it down. So you may have actually buried some of your strengths due to factors of being put down previously or your anxiety you may have taken your confidence may have taken a hit previously which has made you bury what you think that your strengths are but I'm asking you actually you know yourself really well what things do you deem are strengths despite what anybody else says and an example of something that's a strength is perfectionism For some people, perfectionism is an amazing strength. For other people, perfectionism is not. And it's just based on context and why. So perfectionism in some areas is incredible and it's absolutely necessary. If you are a rocket engineer and you are not a perfectionist in making sure that all the mechanics and all the pieces and all of every single calculation is absolutely correct... Well, you are going to be in trouble. But if you're a perfectionist in cooking dinner every single night and you have to make sure you've got exactly the right amount of salt granules going into your going into your dish will be a nightmare and can be detrimental. And for one person they may say, "Oh, a perfectionist is ABC." And for the other person they may say, "Oh, no, no, no. A perfectionist would be DEF." Either way, I'm not talking, you know, obviously you don't Perfectionism is just an example of how it can be taken either way. So you may have had somebody previously put you down for something that you actually know is a strength and it's you and it's how you are and everything, think about it, can be used as a strength. So think deeply about what your strengths are and then once you can think about them and like I said, despite having been put down for them before or maybe you've never noticed them before, embrace them, take them on, take them on board wow, you are so cool. You can do ABC. This is amazing. These are strengths. So it's about knowing what your strengths are and then embracing them and taking them on, taking them in your stride and being able to fall back on them. Actually, you know what? I know I'm a resilient person. I'll be able to get through this. Or you know what? I'm actually a strong person. I'm up for the challenge or anything. Okay. One of the next things that I would actually like to talk about in developing authenticity is noticing influence. So last week we talked about values and how values can impact how you are and how everything actually falls back onto your values and that they're the part of you that'll be affected based on situations. So you've noticed that your values are a foundation to your personality, I guess, in a way, which goes into the authenticity of your true self, who you are. But where else are you getting influence from? 
So, of course, there's internal influence like, you know, your, your head or heart might say, oh, you know, let's do let's do this kind gesture or let's, let's not do that. You, you've got this influence from yourself, which is innate, it's natural. You'll be making decisions for yourself and it's, that's completely normal. But where are you getting external influence from? And is this influence actually contributing to you being your true self or, or your authentic self? So have a think about in social settings. Do you act the same in social settings that you do around your family? If so, yes. Why? And if not, why? Why? What's, what's the influence that's going on to make you change how you're acting? Is it a comfort thing? Are you more comfortable with your friends? Is it a comfort thing with your family? Are you more comfortable with your family? Are you masking it all? Are you trying to fit in? Is there something that's going on around a certain type of people or when you're in a certain place that makes you alter who you are in one way or another? I mean, perhaps you could be around a certain type of people and you don't feel comfortable around them, so you close off a lot more. But authentically, you're actually a very outgoing, funny person. But around you know this type of people, you feel like you can't be yourself. So think about those types of things. So people is definitely something that can influence you being authentic to yourself, of course. Places, um, some places, of course, may bring back memories. They, some places may actually warrant that you behave a certain way. I know certain places you can't just act any single way you like. You have to dress appropriately, speak appropriately, you can't do whatever you like. Those types of things can affect you being your authentic self. Although, like I said, authenticity is not so much about what you look like and what you're wearing. It's more about who you are on the inside. So letting that personality shine through regardless of location and yeah just thinking about any other external kind of places experiences feelings emotions situations that could actually affect how you are and notice like this to notice your influence and whether or not this is detrimentally impacting you being your true self or positively affecting you being your true self so I can tell you right now I'm very outgoing around some people and I can be very funny in some situations but I can also be very serious in some situations and not all situations and in some situations I can be an absolute hothead but not in other situations so you see in these examples like if I'm around my family and something goes goes wrong or goes crazy I'm likely to like I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is going on, blah, blah, blah. But if I'm at work and there's an emergency, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to keep my cool and internally be freaking out based on the situation. Now, you probably think, what's the difference? What's the point of this? Why, why does this matter? And the reason this matters is actually, it's quite simple. It's about you being comfortable and you being authentic to yourself in those situations. And if you have to mask or change how you feel or change how, sorry, you react, I guess you could say in a situation, you need to understand that you're not actually being your true self. And there's a saying as well that every single person that knows you has a different opinion of you or has met a different version of you. 
And they have. My coworkers may think that, you know, I'm very, very hardworking, very driven and quite serious. And, you know, maybe I have a laugh every now and then. But my family probably know me to be um, crazy, um, funny, maybe I'm messy. Like those types of things based on the situation. But which one are you actually more in your alone time? Who are you in private? Who are you when no one's watching? So this level of authenticity, like I said, it's more philosophical. It's not actually like a a yes or no question. And of course, you can actually have different facets to your personality and different facets to your being that actually come out in different situations. That isn't that is totally fine. That is natural and that is that's great. But when it comes to the dating scene, which version are you going to put forwards of yourself? See how it kind of goes. Am I going to go forwards with the shy Chloe that's kind of I'll just see how it goes. I won't really be too forwards. Or am I going to go with the Chloe that is at home and sings in her kitchen and is so funny and will eat an entire burger and not even care if I get sauce all over my face? But then I go on a date and I'm like, I'll use a knife and fork and I'll I'll be really quiet and I'll be, or oh, whatever. You know what I mean? Which version are you going to put forwards? The, both of those are definitely me at times, but which one actually feels more like me? Which one's truer to me? Okay. And once you can kind of, so you, you've gone, you've got your values, you know your values, you know where you've come from, you know where you, why you act, how you act, you know what you've placed value on. So you've got that, uncovered your strengths, you know what makes you amazing and you notice influence and you know that you can be different in different circumstances, which is totally fine as long as when you're in those circumstances, it's not making you act a way that you don't want to act, then this is not fine. And so you've noticed this influence as well. Now, there's another factor that comes into authenticity. And it's actually a support system. So as I was talking before about the different locations and the different environments and the different places where influences can put pressure on you to change how you feel and act. Do you have people that you can just be your true wild self with? Do you, do you have those people where you can just let your hair down, be crazy, be wild, be weird, be quirky, be how you are and have no no qualms you know they're not going to judge you you just are being yourself do you have those people because those people are people that will energize you and will give you life and will make you feel amazing and without without having a support system like that I mean it might be your mom it might be your sister it may be your boyfriend it may be your primary school best friend, it may be an extended family member, it may be, and it could be anybody. You may have a work wife, like a bestie at work that you can be like that with. And you know what? That's incredible. That's so good. And you should totally cherish those people. But if you don't have those people, it's kind of, you got to kind of ask yourself why, why don't I have those people? And perhaps this whole time when you've been around people, you haven't actually been your authentic self. And so you've actually been deterring really amazing people because they go, oh, I don't know if I really like that super strict, you know, time on the like time critical and 
stringent version of Chloe at work where she's, you know, always just what's the next task to do? You know, she doesn't really seem very fun. I don't know if I'd really extend my my hand for friendship to her. And you go, well, actually, I actually, I promise I actually am really fun and I'm, I'm really, I'm actually really nice. But how do they know? How do people know? How can people know your authentic self if you don't show them? So when you can actually develop this authenticity and when you can step into it and kind of own it and be like, look, you know what? I'm, I'm going to actually show my personality through at work or in situations with my family or when I'm out with friends or I have the opportunity to meet new people. I'm going to just show who I actually am authentically. One, your confidence is going to skyrocket once you step into it and own it. Because you know what? Every decision that you make is actually going to be based on your own true moral compass that's telling you how that's basically ticking and indicating how the best way for you to act is. I mean, you know yourself, you want to do a certain thing. And if you don't, you're going against it. And so you're going to have this this confidence because your decisions are made on who you are and not on the decisions that you think you should be making based on the people that you're around, etc. And of course, everyone's heard that you have to love yourself to be loved. And it's true because how can somebody love you if you're not even being you? So being you is so important. Now, this is just from me. It's not actually a quote or anything, but I have never met a person and I honestly mean, I've never met, I've never met a person who I haven't been able to look at and go, well, you have incredible strengths and cool qualities and you have elements to your personality and your character, your work ethic, your abilities, your skill set that I don't have. And I think that's awesome. Like I've never met a person that I've gone, nope, on all levels, you just suck. I honestly, I've never, ever, ever thought that. And honestly, the more authentic people are, the more I respect them, to be honest, because I go, that's actually so cool. You are like, I can see where you come from. I can see how you're acting. I totally get, I totally get that we're different, but it's so refreshing and so cool to be able to see a person be, be in their space, be their true selves. Like that's so, it's so, so cool. And I mean, you in that authentic space, you need to be able to sit back in that and go, yes, I actually, this is how I am. Take me, take it or leave it. And if you leave it, that's fine because somebody else is going to love it. And that is the confidence that comes from stepping into who you truly are. So just to recap the episode, don't hide behind a guys, know your values, uncover and own your strengths be aware of influence the good and the bad and be true to you it's the only way that you're gonna be able to find true love is by being your authentic self knowing where you come from having a really good idea of where you want to go and knowing who you are and putting forwards that in all of your interactions with people or at least on your quest for love. So that will lead us into next week where we will talk a bit more about being a true love. But for now, that's all I have for you guys on being your authentic self. So thank you so much for tuning in to Dating to Marry and everything in between. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe, and I am so excited to be on this journey with you guys. So thank you so much and I'll see you next week. Bye. (laughs) 